Hello, this is Jennifer Heflin, your host of the Embracing Mastery podcast, the podcast where I hope to offer practical tools and inspiring messages for anyone who would like to become empowered and sovereign. Embracing Mastery or the Path of Mastery is about using your inner world to shape your outer experience. This is the journey I've been on, which has transformed my life in ways I couldn't even imagine. Through practices of self-awareness, mindfulness, meditation, and building the muscle of choice, which is the ability to choose your thoughts, beliefs, and perspectives, anyone has the power to become the conscious creator of their life, for which you gain joy, peace, ease, abundance, and so much more. This episode is based on my post titled, How to Use Life as a Map to Free You from All Limitation. This way I can show you that your reality is a mere reflection of your personal path to thrive. I was recently listening to an excerpt from a Simon Sinek interview which both surprised and inspired me. For anyone who isn't familiar with Cynic, he is a profoundly inspirational author, motivational speaker, and marketing consultant, who is most well well known for his 2009 bestseller, Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action. In this interview, Cynic was asked his perspective on current state of politics, U.S. politics in particular. He expressed his disappointment in many of our leaders across party lines. This didn't surprise me, but the questions he posed next did. This is what he asked of us. Now there's the other side of it, which is the question that must be raised, which is, are our politicians a reflection of us? Are our politicians a mirror raised to us? Should we be the first to throw stones or should we accept that we get the politicians we deserve? If we want them to change, maybe we should change ourselves. Maybe we're the ones that are divisive. Maybe we're the ones that are narcissistic. Maybe we're the ones who are putting our needs in front of everyone else's. And if you look at it the way we are raising our kids and running our companies, I don't know if we can say that we're any better. And so maybe instead of demanding that they change, we should demand that we change and take some accountability for our own actions. And maybe then we'll get the politicians we deserve. That blew me away. I hadn't heard anyone openly speak about our politicians and government being a reflection of what we need to resolve within ourselves. But I happen to know that this is the truth. In fact, all of our reality, our day-to-day relationships, interactions, and experiences is a mirror for our inner world, beckoning us to find the map of wisdom within its reflection. Freedom is not external. We are at a time in history when many of us feel burdened by external factors that seem to plague our daily life. There is a collective perception that we are at the mercy of something or someone outside of ourselves. That if the government, the economy, the healthcare system, the educational system, our boss, our spouse, or some other external factor changed, we could be free to live our lives in peace, prosperity, good health, and joy. There is no question that self-determination is our inalienable right, but this gift does not come to us externally. Freedom is a quality that is created within, and yet we continue to point fingers at the people and the systems we perceive have imprisoned us. The secret to dissolving any illusion of limitation, however, is to realize that nothing outside of us has the power to dictate our reality unless we choose it to be so. 
As the famous Martin Luther King has said, let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. Again and again, we must rise to the majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul force. So the process of claiming freedom can start no other place but within. This is the truth that my own journey has taught me, and this is the story that I must tell. Mirror, mirror on the wall. After the perfect storm of events caused my life to collapse around me, I was on a mission to gain a deeper understanding of how this earth gig we call life actually works. I knew that life wasn't happening in a vacuum. I realized that it wasn't just a random and chaotic set of circumstances, and I was starting to understand that if you truly want to be free, you need to go beyond the superficial to the nuts and bolts of what makes our reality tick. One of the first truths that I discovered is that our reality, our relationships, interactions, and experiences is a mirror reflection for our inner world. Our inner world, which is also known as our consciousness, manifests itself in the physical through a culmination of our intent, thoughts, beliefs, perspectives, and actions. Our consciousness is the foundation for everything in our reality. So by definition, we can better understand our path for healing and expansion by observing what our reality is telling us about our inner world. You may ask the question, well, isn't our action included in this equation? Yes, but action is based upon the contents of our inner world. Our consciousness is the primary source for all change, healing, and expansion. That said, because our consciousness is composed of both the conscious and the subconscious, our true intent, thoughts, beliefs, and perspectives aren't always readily apparent and accessible. Even with the deep meditation practice, these intangible aspects of our inner world are often remain hidden from us. And this is precisely why the practice of observing and learning from our reality, the mere reflection of our inner world, is so powerful. Our reality is like a cheat sheet for understanding, healing, and expanding our consciousness. It truly is amazing. The practice of using the wisdom and the reflection of your experience to heal, expand, and thrive. Number one, practice observing your experience as a mirror reflection of your inner world. Number two, practice understanding the wisdom and guidance the reflection is showing you needs to be healed within your consciousness. Number three, practice making these changes within. Number four, Practice gratitude as your emotional wounds heal, limitations dissolve, and life transforms. I use the word practice because that's exactly what is required to master this skill. When we first learned to ride a bike, most of us didn't jump on ready for the Tour de France. We practiced, and this is no different. And at first, I didn't actually trust the guidance of the reflection. I needed to apply and implement the concept on a daily basis before I could actually know it to be true. But after a while, I became more comfortable with reading the signs and making the changes within. I began to trust the wisdom in the reflection, and a pattern emerged. The pattern showed me that I was actually in charge of my reality. Three examples of using wisdom in the reflection. Number one, see the reflection, heal it within yourself, and change the reflection. You recognize someone is being judgmental towards you or someone else. You think about areas of your life where you could be more open-minded. As you change yourself, you experience less judgment in others. Number two, see the reflection, choose the meaning, and change the reflection. 
you experience something that leaves you feeling victimized. You can choose to hang on to victimhood and continue to have interactions that are demoralizing and disheartening. Or you can see the experience as an opportunity for growth. You can flip the script. You can look for areas in your life where you can take more responsibility for the outcome. You take ownership and change the reflection from victimhood to empowerment. Number three, see the reflection. Don't let the reflection stop you and create the reflection of your vision. You have a vision of what you want to create. Disappointment, chaos, frustration, failure, etc. occurs. So what? That's the nature of this experience. Miracles occur when you don't allow the reflection to knock you off your path. Not permanently, anyway. You can fall off. Just get back up and get back on. Thumb your nose at the reflection or embrace it as an opportunity, but either way, get back on that path. So you see the reflection, but you choose to know that you are the creator of your experience. You don't allow that reflection to stop you and manifest the vision of your dreams. The pattern that emerges as you practice observing and using the wisdom in the reflection is that you and only you are the creator of your experience. You have the power to create and change the reflection. You are in charge, no one else. That's why the mirror is magical. You are the creator. The reflection of your life is a map of wisdom just for you. What I am saying here is learn from my experience. Do not give away your power. You are a creator. Use the tools of creation to mold your life into your greatest visions. Reality is the mirror reflection of your personal map to freedom, healing, and expansion. It actually provides the directions to move out of the patterns in your life that leave you feeling trapped and miserable and opens the door to become the creator that you innately are. Use the reflection, use the map, embrace the wisdom, heal, expand, thrive, Practice this every single day. This is your inalienable right. Become the creator. If you would like to read this post or any of my other writing about the path of mastery, please go to my website, angelsevolution.com or medium.com forward slash at Jennifer Heflin. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, may the light shine in you, with you, and through you.